the College Planning Edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. Okay, what follows is a recording of the talk show that Pearl and I do on our Facebook page called College Talk Tuesday, every Tuesday at 12. And in this episode, we talked about some interesting case studies of some negotiations with colleges and specifically special circumstances, meaning what constitutes special circumstances, at least in the eyes of admissions officers, versus what is not considered special to admissions officers, although they may be uh, considered that way by parents. And we also talked about some sort of deeper philosophical questions relating to the path of least resistance and playing schools off against each other, you know, one school giving you a huge award versus another one giving a not-so-huge or even zero award and some other sort of Uh, what I would call Dr. Laura moments. Pearl's a big fan of her, and I felt like she was channeling her uh, throughout this uh, this episode. So I hope you enjoy it, and uh, let me know if you have any similar experiences or you have any questions or comments. You could always go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Lockwood College Prep. And that's where we do a lot of these uh, free Q&A and question answering things. Welcome to College Talk Tuesday. I'm here with the very giggly Pearl Lockwood. My name is Andy Lockwood, and we are from Lockwood College Prep. We sure are. Long story about the name. Uh, (laughs) No. So. That was real. Laughter. Okay. You're so fake. Settling. Yeah. Deep breath. So Pearl's already... On the heels of a very vigorous, non-vomiting Peloton workout today. Just simply rejuvenated and revived. Right. Yep. You took it. You didn't take it easy. You just were more sane. Yes. And it is now the beginning of March, and we are um, talking about the stuff we talk about each week, which is what you need to know about getting into college, about paying for college, about negotiating with colleges, which is um, actually... Very hot happening. topic. Yeah, right hot topic now. right now. But it, but it also brings up very a lot. It's very stressful. It also brings up a few other topics. So um, I did see this earlier. I don't know if you remember any of the various um, scenarios. Rants. Rants. Oh. That you had kind of laid out. Me? Over the last or you, your rants or my rants? Do I rant? Thank you. We'll, we'll so, pull the kids. So, do you remember anything? I mean, I, I have a few things I want to talk about, but you, you just had, so much. You had well, now's your chance. But, but we we talked about these a couple of days ago, and you're like, yeah, that, I said that'd be good to talk about in the show. So, I want to I want to lead off with just a few. Um, well, one, one example of, of a conversation um, I I had yesterday, and I want to talk about two other conversations I had today, which were kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I had yesterday was from. A, uh, a mom who lives locally here in Long Island, and she contacted me um, in advance of the, you know, we just started talking about appeals, but she talked, she contacted me about her 11th grade daughter, who is a talented athlete and possibly a Division III um, recruit at some of the, you know, more um, elite schools to get into, such as the NESCAC, former NESCAC benchwarmer right here, 
um, New England Small College Athletic Schools, Amherst, Williams, Wesleyan, Bowdoin, Bates, Middlebury, Hamilton, even though it's in New York, is a NESCAC school. Wow. I have an argument. It's up there. Well, yeah, it's sort of like upstaters often it's New York. root for the Red Sox. But or, it's not New England. Or the Bills. Right. Well, that's Buffalo. That's New York. Sure. So, so um, <laughs> anyway, already getting sidetracked, but, yeah. but um, apparently when I was on the basketball team at Wesleyan, and, and I had this argument with a um, with a bench. Hamilton guy. That's that's kind of funny, but rude. Um, I said I don't remember Hamilton being in the NESCAC, but he goes, no, they were. So so we went back and forth for a while, and then like a week later, he emailed me and he said, um, here's the answer. They were in for like cross country, but not basketball until oh, later. So interesting. Things, things change so rapidly in, in the college world. Yeah. We need college so, jeopardy. So oh. so there is college jeopardy. I don't mean college age contestants on Jeopardy. You have a client who won. I mean, no, I know that. Yeah. I mean college questions, really. I think that's going to be a theme for us one show. Do we like it or we you, like it? You take it up with our production manager. I would love to do that. That'd anyway, be fun. That'd so be a nice the, so, format. Okay, right, great. Sorry. So this we mom, we. So this mom um, said, you know, listen, my, my older son is already attending one of these schools, and now my younger daughter wants to do this, but I don't know how we can possibly afford it. So I asked her about um, you know, income and uh, other financial uh, factors, and she, said, she told me, and I said, listen, even with two kids in college, you're not going to be able to qualify for anything from those types of schools, but your daughter's a good student, um, she'll, she's very desirable. There's plenty of other schools where she can play tennis at the Division three level and get money. And the mom's response was, "Well, uh, we're stuck. Mm. I mean, how do I mm. how do I break this to her that I could do this, you know, for her, her brother, but not her?" And I said, not quite this bluntly. I said, "Well, that's one way of looking at it. I personally don't look at it like you're stuck." Um, I, I think the real answer here is that there's other considerations besides hers. In this process, it's not just all about her and where she wants to, to go to school. Parenthetically, and the entire entitlement generation that is now embarking on school, et cetera, and so forth, continue. I don't know if the daughter. I mean, I didn't talk to the daughter, so I don't know if she. No, I'm just. But they all are a lot. If if. What are you like an old get off my lawn man? No. You're like Clint Eastwood in Gran uh, <laughs> Torino. No, no, I'm just the saying. Mom, my if, point if, here. If you're struggling as a parent in getting in front of this conversation. You know, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> well, so that is certainly true. But in this case, I wasn't sure that was what was going on. I think the mom was sort of just feeling guilty about it, and sure. she didn't. She didn't grow up here, so she's kind of new to the whole process. And she and her husband immigrated from one of the old um, Soviet countries, and uh, mm -hmm. she just said, "I just don't know how to, to break the news to her." And and what we always tell people is, it's not breaking or not breaking news. To kids, it's like here are the realities. Here are the choices. This this is not all about you and what you want to do because it's you know, colleges. In case you haven't noticed, if you, unless you've been living under a rock somewhere, you know college is ridiculously friggin' expensive. Yep. So and um, business. Yeah. So so um, that that was the gist of the conversation I had. But we have those types of discussions all the time. Yep. We do, and nobody's questioning really necessarily whether um, a place that they can pay much less at is of equal value intrinsically. Well, the opposite. They assume that it's not because if you have to pay a high price for something, therefore it can't be worth it. Or if it's so easy to get in, if it's easier to get into, then it can't be that good. 
I mean, like the Charlie Chaplin Club joke statement. Not a joke, but he said any club that would allow me as a member. I think that's Groucho Marx. Groucho Marx, it was. Because Charlie Chaplin. Similar was era. <laughs> so he wouldn't have said that. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, it was any. I wouldn't want to belong to any club that would have me as a member. That was a Groucho Marx line. Mm -hmm. um, sort of that psychology. And and speaking of which, related wise, do you remember the Chivas Regal effect? Sort of. I mentioned yes. to you when yes, I was yes, uh, yes, yes, in yes, Florida. Yes, I sort of forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, tell so, me. So tell there's us. this whole perception that if you pay more for anything, it's it's worth more. Mm -hmm. oh, so so it's the same thing well. with jewelry, with cars, with luggage, with clothing, you mm -hmm. know, with neighborhoods, um, <laughs> even. Not if you're Robert Kraft, though, because he didn't pay that much. Uh, okay, sorry. But um, there's, there's, uh, it's, it's just sort of like how, how we're wired, or we've been conditioned, I should say, and that also um, falls, f flows through with, with colleges so much though that colleges understand this, and the Chivas Regal effect refers to apparently that there was a um, th that Scotch was was struggling, mm -hmm. it didn't have such great sales. And one of the strategies that the the new advertising team employed to beef up sales was to double the price. Right. They didn't change anything else That's about so it. They may, may, maybe the there was new branding or something. Label. Right. Yeah. And um, that that skyrocketed sales in the college yeah. um, arena. That is a recipe that's tried and true mm -hmm. that colleges have used for de for decades. And the first one that I was aware of, um, but I bet you it wasn't the first one, was pulled off by BU. Back in in the 70s, so um, you know, my dad taught there. Mm -hmm. uh, he was best friends with a very high-profile professor there, who was at um, at odds with the new university president in the 70s. This guy John Silver, who came in from the University of Texas Chancellor system, and B was a struggling local school, kind of crappy, rundown, had a hard time filling seats, and Silver took over. And the first thing he did was literally to jack prices up so that BU was more expensive than Harvard. He also changed the branding so that BU took on maroon colors, so strangely. Funny. And then he hired some high-profile um, professors like Elie Wiesel, the Nobel Prize you know, Holocaust writer, and some other people. So that that's the same type of strategy. That's the Chivas Regal strategy. But there really isn't a proven you know, so much of college is what you is what you put into totally. it, not not the name brand. There really isn't yeah. any statistically proven link between how much you pay or how hard a college is to get in That's to how, sure. how good it is to you. So how many people yeah. how many people do we know who even didn't go to college at all or barely went to college or went to quote unquote you know joke schools Lesser, right. who were like multimillionaires? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So. All right. So so that's sort of my context when someone says, well, how do I break the news to her? And I'm sure that's what you were sort of thinking about, about in the back of your mind, like, well, what's you know, what's the downside? You know, so what if right. you go to a different school? Absolutely. And this is when you become, you know, a real parent. This is when you have to do some parenting. And this is thankfully you're around to have this conversation with your kid and show them these important pivotal decision making uh time, you know, skills and, and at times that you require intelligent thinking not from here, but from here, um, that makes sense for everyone for not just the immediate gratification of that decision, but rather the rest of your life. For example, if, you know, we have someone, you know, who we're working with who has um, an, an early decision, can we just say the school, is that fine? 
I don't know, Pearl County. I don't know, County, as long as we leave names out of it entirely. All right, yeah, it's just two schools. One school gave, gave nothing. What? University of, can I say, University of Chicago gave nothing in the way of financial aid. What? And You're talking about the Jones University family? of Michigan gave the same student, based on the same financial aid applications, um, Actually, it was Northwestern, a, not Chicago. Oh, my God. And it was in that area. So sorry. I'm just giving a little more pressure there. <laughs> um, on the air. This is a clean show. So the two schools looked at exactly the same financials. Correct. One gave right. zero. One gave zero. University of Michigan, which was definitely on par with this school, gave practically a full ride. So what to do, what to do. Oh, my God. You know, the, the temporary, oh, but I thought I was going to go to the school that gave me zero. And now what? Now what? Now now you have the, the chance of a lifetime to sit back, you know. Not easy to get money from Michigan either. Yeah. So you're, the, the deal is, in one case scenario, and I said, I don't, I don't even believe, I said, if Northwestern can't meet or exceed that, why would anyone, including the child of anyone who works at Northwestern, allow their kid to go into hock, to go into debt at the tune of about $70,000 a year that they would have to, if they paid it out of pocket, it would be 70000 And if it was borrowed, it's going to be a hell of a lot more than 70000 a year as compared to paying nothing for a University of Michigan degree. Huh? I mean, not even a kid of anyone would, that's like, it's irrational who would make that decision. So I said, that's a great decision to have. And this is when you start explaining to your kid the facts of life. You lay it out like a math problem. It's very simple and it becomes very clear and you become empowered by your decisions and you make them with eyes wide open instead of perhaps just, you know, going like this, like you're, you're like fell when you're skiing and, and you're like rolling down the mountain, you know, you're gonna get all the snow on your face and all that kind of stuff. When you're gonna like, take out all these loans and whatever. Is it really going to get you to a different place? And and also, like, not to get too spiritual here, but, like, you have one school that's, like, this about you coming there, and you have another school that's basically rolled out the red carpet for you. Just in terms of, like, hey, you know, your mojo, <laughs> how you're going to feel at each place. Think about it. That stuff matters. And and the the further recipe for success is being able to feel very successful at the place you're at, at wherever you're at. Something to think about. Just listening to you, I really feel like you're getting <laughs> a lot out of Dr. Lo Dr. Laura's show. Thank you. Well, um, okay, so so very common, maybe this is an extreme example, but very common scenario when a kid gets into two schools and one is you know the, the path of least resistance and the other one is putting up all these obstacles. Sometimes, you know, if you want to read into that, it's, it's up to you or not read into it, but that's just a, one of these bits of evidence I think should, should be weighed. Okay. Uh, all right, let's switch gears a little bit to talk about some um, some appeals that we're working on uh, right now. So a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize, first of all, that you can actually appeal a financial aid award. Um, we, by the way, while I'm mm -hmm. talking, mm -hmm. if you have any questions or you're, you're just watching either on replay or live, just say hi. In the comments section, if you have a question, pop them in there also. Um, I know we have a few people with us right now. I can't really see who's with us for some reason. Maybe yeah, me either. Maybe the Russians are hacking us. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it just never ends. Um, so 
um, will you post that we're doing we're doing a um, webinar next week about finding your financial aid and scholarships pot of gold pot of gold yes as soon as I and can. the website uh, let me do it then is uh well, maybe not. Yeah, it's um, Lockwood.live. How's that? How do you like that, Pearl? That's rolls off the tongue nicely. It does. So I'm going to talk about some, some real live, uh, pun intended, mm -hmm. um, appeals that are kind of related to each other. Now, a lot, a lot of people don't understand that once you get a, an offer, whether it's for scholarships or for need-based financial aid, that's just an offer. It's not written in stone. So um, it always helps, of course, if you have valid reasons, effective reasons or arguments to be able to make other than, I just want more money. Um, in the case that you were describing, there was a legitimate argument that even though the, the guy looks one way on paper, he owns dozens and dozens of properties mm -hmm. which have value. The reality is, if he, if he were, and we were able to prove this, if he were to sell these properties, he would actually owe money. So, and there's also other, other stuff, um, other factors that led up to the filing, uh, or, the, or the year where he was filing the FAFSA and the CSS profile, or I should say you were filing mm -hmm. those forms, because um, those, these, these outside factors don't have anything to do with the data that's required for the forms, but it's still interesting and it bears on your ability to be able to pay for college. So that's that's sort of my standard. Anything that the financial aid office does not know that bears on your ability to pay for college. In his case, he had um, had a whole bunch of real estate investments turned sour. He had to refinance at a very high rate. He owed all these fees. And he had to wipe out a lot of the savings. Right. It's nowhere on the forms. Right. But that, that clearly, obviously, impacts his ability to pay for school. So. And and then and this happens all the time. Pro just mentioned one school was like, no, forget it, mm -hmm. and the other one was like, sure, you know, we'll we'll, we'll give you practically a full ride. Yeah. Um, other similar arguments I'm working on like that right now with with three uh, current clients. We have um, one client who had all these crazy unreimbursed medical expenses. He got really really sick. He couldn't mm -hmm. work for a long time. Then finally he found a job. So his income on paper looks pretty high. Yeah. But what's not evident wow, is everything that was yeah. yeah. By the way, he just got laid off again. I found that out like two days ago. Right. Yeah, so so it, you know it's it's really up and down. But these are all those are valid, um, classic textbook examples of, of what they call special circumstances that the financial aid couldn't possibly know about. Um, I was I was talking to a uh, prospective client who I think is enrolling in our our course, our appeals course, because mm -hmm. that's the most cost effective way to to work with us. Um, they have a daughter. Um, they're out in um, Illinois, I think. They have a daughter who um, was not doing well at all in high school. She went to a huge public high school with about 4,000 kids in it. And she had all kinds of um, anxiety and other um, types of um, you know, serious psychological things. So the parents who do not, not make a, a lot of money, they made the decision, even though it was, it was financially a strain, um, to pull her out of the public high school and send her to a private high school, which costs them a lot of money. Now, many financial aid officers will look at private school tuition as discretionary, not a necessity, um, which you know, th th which always makes me think about you know, there's a difference between needs and wants. So, like in our family, we oh, talk boy. about this all the time. Like, you know, our daughter will be like, "I need ice cream," and I'll say, "Need." 
<laughs> right? But um, we hear this all the time from you know from our clients, like you know, yeah. well, you know, what were they going to do all summer? I needed to send them to summer camp. Those are not examples of, of needs, at least the way that financial aid officer, frankly, we we try not to judge, but can't help it all, all the time. Um, the you know, there's there's stuff that you have to do and stuff that you don't have to do. So sometimes private school tuition is considered mm -hmm. discretionary. Um, I think. A lot of times, though, especially for like the Holy Twelve uh, yeah. Jesuit, you know, and, and other Catholic schools like BC Fordham, Villanova, etc., they like to see mm -hmm. um, parents paying private school tuition for parochial education, um, right? Because, and, and and viewing that religious background as a as a need, so it can cut either way. In this in this woman's right. case, this family, uh, the mom and dad's case, the, the daughter is is thriving, but she has severe anxiety issues, and she's um, she really overcame a lot of these obstacles and showed a lot of grit and determination and all that. So it's part of a, of a good story, but they wouldn't. But the financial aid office has no idea about right. that. Right. So that's that's a good example. Context. Right. And and I was talking to you um, about a half hour ago about another one of our client. So this is a national client who um, we were just kind of chatting about appealing her her daughter's mm -hmm. financial aid award, and she mentioned you know by the way. Um, I don't know if this matters or not, but you know her her younger brother. We had to send him uh, to a rehab facility in a different state out west um, because he started with pot and he got hooked up with other drugs. And we oh, we hear this stuff all the time too. And and uh, there's the whole argument. You know, I don't really know which way I stand on whether pot's a, a gateway drug or not. But I do know that all these studies, at least the article that I read recently, all these studies about um, pot being okay and safe are kind of based on old information a different type of pot than what kids smoke today without mm -hmm. the synthetics and all that so that that's a whole other uh, thing but she said by the way you know we're paying about $150,000 for him to be and he's, and he's doing great um do you think that do you think we should mention that and I'm like yeah, hello yeah that's because well that has a direct bearing on your ability to pay for college and there's no way that that would be anywhere on the FAFSA or the CSS no. profile or right. anything like that so those are examples um, that well, there that is we're a place. About. There is a place on the CSS profile if you are applying to a school that requires the CSS profile. So if you're at a FAFSA-only school, there is no place for this explanation. But on the CSS profile, there is a place for the explanation. Whether or not first time around a financial aid officer is going to really hone in and read your explanation, anyone's guess? Hopefully. I, I, sometimes I feel like they never read that. I, I know. So sometimes the reintroducing it, bringing it really to the forefront of their attention once they've issued an award is maybe the only way to do it. If, if you are doing a CSS profile, which about 400 colleges um, require, mm -hmm. only 400, and you have an opportunity to list out your special circumstances, like what we're describing here, um, more often than not, you're going to have to redo that Argument yeah, you're also and, limited and in the in characters you can use, like on a gift card, <laughs> online gift card. Yeah, so it's not the best way to make your argument. I have never done an online gift card. Really? I'm not sure everyone here watching has done that either. Okay. Or any computer entry that limits the amount of characters. Like you can Twitter? Use. I don't tweet. I don't so either. I don't know. Maybe you should start. Uh, maybe you I should. To say. <laughs> so, all right, so let's say hello to Lisa, hello to Jill, and Anne. So if you guys have any, you know, any quick 
uh, college questions or comments or you want to share anything related or, or unrelated to what we're talking about, um, and, you, and anyone, if you're watching on replay also, this is a great place to pop them in here because we always like to talk about stuff that people care about. Um, I, was, I did a presentation last night at the, uh, I think it was at the Bellagio? Oh. No, it was at the Syosset okay. Library. Yeah. Uh, well, we, pa we packed in north of 26 people. Woo. And uh, which it was actually nice. I, I prefer. I actually prefer that size more than like some of these huge high schools yeah. where there's like 400 aggressive, angry parents. Definitely. Um, but um, you know, I, I started off by saying, "Listen, I have a lot that I think you need to know, but why don't you tell me uh, what you want to hear, what you came here for, um, and and then I'll try to answer those questions first. And we got a lot of questions about. You know, sort of tactical things like, you know, does the 529 count against you? Right. And, and those types of things. That was a Jeopardy answer yesterday, by the way. What? Well, the num the category was did like numbers. Okay. So the answer was um, a you know college funding program that a little you know. What is the 529? Yeah, they didn't get it. None of them, and it was the championship round. Hmm. Whatever. Oh, pretty cool. That sounds like that. Um, remember that one where they all they missed every sports yes. category? Yes. Yeah. And football, got, football. It was football, all football. And I went like five for five. So yeah. 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 Anywho, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yes. Have a takeaway. So philosophical, Dr. Laura Pearl. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know what I was talking about before, but but um, we got a, got a lot of these sort of you know. I would say not lower level, but sort of more tactical questions about you know what forms to use and all that. But but strangely, not not strangely, I guess I, I got a, a great question, which was like, how do you even know you know if it's like worth going to these these schools? And I said, oh, you know what, yeah. you know that that's really the big issue is the, there's the, re the return on investment, right. which really means you know two things. It means getting it for the lowest price possible, which is a lot of what we talk about all the time. But it's also about getting more out of it than what you put into it. So you have to be positioned for success. So if you're, again, like you said with the Northwestern example, if you're begging, borrowing, stealing, and scratching, clawing your way to get into a school that may or may not really value you there, mm -hmm. in their eyes, like what value you know do you provide to them, then that is a bit of evidence that maybe that's not necessarily going to be the right place. I, and I don't think it's that simple. I just no. think that that's a sign, though. That right. You if you choose to look at these signs, you know, these signs are there, and the, the, this is data, this is information in your life, and you can choose to tune into it. You know what we should be talking about? Or not. What? Our, what happened with our kids this week in their play audition. Whoa. But the same conversation. It though, is isn't the it? same conversation. Should we self-reveal like that? Okay, go ahead. You could talk about it because it's a little too, you know, too. It's a little too sensitive for me right now. It is not. You were just being a whatever. I can't say it. So, <laughs> so, was okay. So, so we. No, have, no, no, no. Go for it. So, so no without sounding like those parents, um, which, which you know, is a, yeah. is a reveal. We'll play. Our, we'll play their stuff. Our, our, um, two, two of our kids auditioned for the local playhouse and they didn't get parts that you know I think objectively they, they should have gotten compared to the other kids who did plus they're very helpful and they go above and beyond do all sorts of other sort of nice things you know Not in the, general one of them does cast in a, in the prop in, a, in the what we 
what the proper cast, or whatever. Fine. They didn't give out parts yet, but okay. Callbacks. Who cares? Who cares? Anyway, the results. The results were not yeah. what they were hoping for, which right. is actually fine. That's happened. It's happened before, but um, you know, some... drama in the house. Twenty-four hours. A lot of tears. Right. right. Well, that's the main thing. And, and, right. I, and I said, and, and I said, you know what? Just sit this play out then, because they do. They do, or one of them does every play. Right. She never. She never. What a never horrible stopped. suggestion. Right. But that was. Yeah, continue. Well, well, no, no, it wasn't like a it, was, it wasn't like a bratty one, well, you know. Then don't do it. It's more like you know what? Don't let them affect your how, your esteem. You know how how you think of yourself as deserving something or not. Because they were so mad, and I, I think there really is a strong argument that they should have gotten. If it was a meritocracy, they right. should have gotten at least a callback. Whereas some of the kids, like the kid, who well, was they like, were like putting a younger cast, like ostensibly to sort of. Babysit, help them. Right, which is they actually are flattering. Great, and yeah, they are yeah. leaders, and that's true. But you yeah, know, right. but it was a slight to them. In their own it way. was something that they were going for, didn't get, and felt like right, which they, is the point of this discussion. Yeah, and, and felt like they sh should have gotten, and we really weren't arguing with them about that. But at least they should have been in consideration, in consideration for. They weren't, weren't even considered for each of their parts. So, right. so I was, I was saying that I was like, listen, so, so, so our tenth grader is going to go with, with our eighth grader. They're going to go talk to the guy who runs the whole um, thing, mm -hmm. the whole program themselves. I'm going to be waiting in the car. I'll come in if I need to. Be, I need to come in. But I, I I'll said, stay. I, away. I, I, I said, <laughs> good idea. But I, right. I, I said to them, I said, what I really want you girls to understand, and this is more for my younger ones, like you know, you, I, I look at you. Obviously, I'm, I'm your dad, but I look at you as you're the prize. They're, they're not the prize. Like they don't, you know, if they don't think that you are providing them the value that they're looking for, and they, they have all sorts of other stuff to consider, like which parents are kissing their butts because we don't do that, well, and all this other stuff. All right. But um, if if they're if they're deciding that you know that you're not right for them, that's just as much their loss, probably more their loss than your loss. Don't let this affect you. And and luckily, um, you know, the the older one was able to get some other positive reinforcement from a much you know a different drama, mm -hmm. more qualified drama person. Right, yeah, right. So so it's, so kind of balanced out, just just coincidentally. But that was really the argument. It was like don't let them affect your view of, your, of yourself. To find yourself worth. Yeah. Ever. And and college does that you know times a hundred. Yeah. So, so you really got to hang on to. Yeah, so I think it is related. It is related. No, it absolutely is. And too much of and stuff in school is about like kind of pointing out your weaknesses and all mm -hmm. that. And like you said before, it's, it really should be more about your strengths and what you know what value you have inherently to be able to you know express and and give. And um, if someone, frankly, I, I don't know, there might be one or two people in that whole program that I actually genuinely respect. I mean, I like more of them, but I don't particularly think any of them other than one or two was deserving of our respect. Agreed. Right? Yes. And that's for many reasons, including the over drama and just mind games I play with people and all that. But I was exactly. I was trying to point out to, to our kids, I, I was like, Very you know, toxic. I was, well, I was just saying, listen, if those are the types of people you're trying to please, then you, you've lost. You know, you, you really need to think about you know, how it makes you feel and what you're bringing to the to the. Uh, Use your belly as a barometer. Your what? Use your own belly as a barometer, not what he said I'm and trying, what they said and she said. Trying so hard oh, to lose weight. I actually hit you because I thought it was going to be okay. Not your belly, it's about my belly. Right. You said use your belly as a barometer, sure. and I'm Did actually. Did you work out today? No. I'm I think hungry. so. It's been about a week. Still playing the sick card? 
I'm a little snuffling. <clears throat> Excuses. Okay, so, so so not different. You know, just I know you're going to wind up or something. I yeah. just It's it's just Wrap about up. getting in front of these conversations, and being a parent. Sometimes you know, sometimes you've got to be a parent and have these navigating questions, uh, conversations. With Cheryl uh, Cheryl Weiner says, I know what you're saying. You know exactly who we're talking about. Actually. Oh, my it's not, God. It's not just what we're saying, because I know you. you are we right or are we right? Are we right or are we right? Huh? Right. But, but it's, uh, she knows what and who we're talking about. <laughs> um, but it, it doesn't really matter who we're talking about. It's really, it's really, it's really more. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. It's always like. The future is not us to see. It's always like, hey, Sarah, Sarah. When I was just a little girl, I'd ask my mother. See you next week, folks. <laughs> it's always like an extra five decibels and a few extra lines. But necessary. In, in my opinion. Don't edit me. <laughs> okay, it's, 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 your, it's your esteem. Also, okay. So we're gonna wrap up here, and with my belly, and my <laughs> pearl belly, and um, thanks, thanks for watching. If you again, if you have any specific college questions, or you want Pearl to do an encore or take other requests, uh, pop pop them in here in comments. Maybe we'll do like a, a musical segment each week. It'll be like Lawrence Welk. We'll just we'll give our kids this form to perform in, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is about us. You be the judge. No, it can be about us. <laughs> that was the first thing we talked this is, about. This is free. Yeah. You can always so, um, so we have a webinar coming up. It's next week. I posted it up here. It's it's about how to find your financial aid and scholarships pot of gold for just in time for St. Patty's Day, and that is coming up, I believe, on the 14th. But the link is posted here. You have to register for it, and we're looking forward to seeing you there if you show up. And next week on College Talk Tuesday. Hi. All right, thanks for watching. Hi, this is Andy Lockwood. Don't forget to visit our website, lockwoodcollegeprep.com, for some more free, valuable information on how you can multiply your chances of admission to your dream colleges and qualify for thousands or tens of thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships along the way. Visit lockwoodcollegeprep.com for information on our free upcoming workshops and webinars and to download a copy of our number one best-selling book, How to Pay Wholesale for College. That's LockwoodCollegePrep.com. Bye-bye.